It involves a willingness to obey God despite the circumstances and thank the Lord that we have a God that did the same for us. Shortly, we'll get to hear some examples of how being obedient to God can make you stand out and to shine. But the next point I want to draw out of this passage is where Paul places the responsibility. We are directed by Paul to work out our own salvation. So we aren't working out the salvation of our small group or our parents or our best friends. We are called to work out our own salvation. We have a personally God-given responsibility to shoulder here, to see that work gets done. We, all of us, hold that responsibility. Now, as someone who ministers to young people, this is both really freeing and extremely challenging. Because what's being said is that the responsibility for personal spiritual growth is committed to that person. It's theirs, not mine. I am responsible for my own. So what that means is that my job and your job as church family members, parents, grandparents, friends, is to enable our... um, Sorry, your job and my job um, is to equip our children, our young people, our friends, our children, our parents, to shoulder their own responsibility for the work that is to be done. Now, no one wants to be or needs to be spoon-fed forever. My youngest son is, is called Reuben, so, and he's 16 months old, one and a quarter. I know quite a lot about spoon-feeding with Reuben. We didn't do much, actually. We couldn't. Um, and we just sort of ended up giving him a portion of whatever we were eating on his tray to sort of explore. And as I'm sure you can imagine, it got rather messy. But whenever we do try and spoon-feed him, and this still happens, something like a yogurt, he will grab the spoon from us, shove it in his mouth himself, making quite a lot of mess, and giggle. And we try again with another spoon, because once he's got it, there's just no way we can get it out of his hand. And five minutes later, he is in a fit of giggles, holding six spoons with yogurt everywhere. I'm going to go for it and say that I think that Paul is saying we all need to be a bit more like Reuben when it comes to our spiritual growth. This is about my responsibility for me and your responsibility for you. I think it's important to understand that our own salvation is not something, it's not an objective yet to be reached. It's not a finish line that you're working towards or a goal that you're trying to score. Definitely not. You are saved by grace through faith. Your faith in Jesus as Lord and Savior is what saves you. But your salvation could be understood as a blessing to be explored and understood more fully. An example of this might be a maths maths teacher presenting you with a problem, an equation. You have it in front of you on a piece of paper. You have the problem, but there's more that awaits It has yet to be unraveled and balanced and solved. There's more to explore than just having it. Another example of this is being a parent. From the moment that baby is born, you are a parent. You'll never be more of a parent than you are on that day. But as your child grows, you experience and explore parenthood in new and growing ways too. But when your child turns 40, 
You're no more of a parent than you were on the day it was born. And so it is with the ongoing nature that Paul refers to here. You're not working to keep it or to achieve it. It's yours by grace through faith, but there is work to be done in it. Now let's take a closer look at verse 13, because we're not the only workers here. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. We are called to work. God is working. So our work, which is called to be obedient and responsible, arises out of the internal work of God. When faced with God's power and love, we are filled with awe. He is awesome. Our awareness of just how awesome he is, the preciousness of our salvation that he has given to us, that's the catalyst, the initial spark from which we catch hold of, because he is the basic activity and ours responds to what he is doing. His is the work of transformation and renewal. Our response to this Our willing obedience of shouldering responsibility is how we enter into the benefit of his grace, his undeserved favor, and his power through his Holy Spirit in our lives through work. So I would suggest that if you find yourself struggling to obey God and follow his ways, or shirking the responsibility of your own spiritual growth, or the work that we have set before us as Christians among our generations, Come back into the presence of God and allow yourself to be filled with awe. Acknowledge the work that he is doing in you. He is working. And take up your responsibility to work too, because he goes first, and I'm truly grateful for that. But He empowers us to join him. To be a light shining for God will draw others into the knowledge of the gospel and ultimately glorify God for who he is and what he has done. Three weeks ago, Bishop Joe came here um, to HTC and led a service of confirmation. There were six young people that were confirmed, and it was a brilliant evening. I'm blessed with the opportunity to hear stories and um, witness young people in our church family live this stuff out all the time. And I get to hear their stories of their different weeks and of when they've chosen to go a different way from their peers and they've committed situations to prayer, among other things. But I think you should all get that opportunity too because it really is a blessing. So two of those who were confirmed are going to come up here now um, in a moment and share their testimonies. They're going to share of how they came to faith and they are going to share an example of their lives now when living a life following Jesus Bishop Joe called it swimming against the tide, meant that they stood out. Let's remember before they come up that standing out is both exciting and a bit scary, and that we are all called to stand out like stars do within a black sky in our generation. Millie and Louise, could you come on up for me? Um, Well, my name's Millie, I'm 14, and I'm in my last year of Pathfinders. I began my journey with God when I understood that he gave me the family I now have and love. At first, life in an unfamiliar culture was very bewildering, 
but my family led me and, and th- led me through, and I was slowly becoming to understand that God was the one guiding my family. Youth at HCC has really expanded my knowledge of what Jesus has done for me and you. It has guided me to where I am now, standing right now. I had, I had my baptism only a month ago, but I was more relaxed and excited knowing that everything was taking, everyone was taking the leap with me and they were all there to support me. Being at the church with family and friends has helped me strengthen my faith in God. I believed that confirmation was the next step of my, on my journey with God, who I will always love no matter what. Being a Christian has helped me has helped influenced in some of my decisions and opinions. For example, I will listen to people when they are having issues and I will tell other Christians so that we can pray for them. I will also express my opinions on different matters in RS and like, and like to base them around what Christians believe. I don't know everything and I'm looking forward to, de- to de- developing my relationship with God. However, I can see that in my life now, being a Christian has made me stand out a bit more. Thank you. Hello, my name is Louise and I'm 14 years old. When I was seven or eight, I started coming to church because that's when my mum started coming to church. I went to the children's groups and I really enjoyed it. When I was 10, my sister Ime and I decided we wanted to be baptised. It was a really great experience, but after I was baptised, my mum bought me a devotional to read. I could have easily, easily ignored it and not read it, but I decided to read it every evening before bed. It helped me a lot with my relationship with God and made prayer a lot easier. Also, my friend's faith inspired me to have a stronger relationship with God. Um, my faith with God now, I would des- my faith with God now, I would describe as strong. And I still read a devotional every evening because I know that it helps my relationship with God and makes prayer a lot easier and gives me something to pray about. I've had a few occasions where I've stood out from everyone else because of my faith. Like when I was getting confirmed, people would ask me what I was doing on Tuesday evening, and I said I was being confirmed. Almost everyone was kind of confused, so I had to explain it. It was a bit awkward at points because I could tell people thought it was weird or they didn't understand it. But I think it's important to be open about my faith and spread God's love and encourage people to find out more. Thank you. It's um, really inspiring listening to you, all, all of you. And your courage to sort of stand out and to say stuff. And the lessons, who, which adults are uh, faithfully reading their devotionals. And um, so which, which families would love to be doing a little bit better at, at caring for one another. I mean, it's really, really inspiring hearing some of what you have to say. And um, Holly's challenge for all of us, I suppose, is to maybe grow up a little bit. Sometimes we feel that we need to be spoon-fed and we've got to learn to feed ourselves a little bit more. Maybe I've misinterpreted what you said there. Am I allowed to say that again? Maybe it's not just Holly's call. It's God's call for all of us, actually, uh, to grow up in our faith that we can manage when folks are looking and when they're not. Now, folks will have come for all sorts of different reasons this evening. I'm going to hand over and just in a second to, to Joshua. But have we got anyone going to be doing prayer ministry? Because it might be something in the passage that's spoken to, to someone this evening. So there's a couple there. I mean, Richard's around and I'm around. And uh, we've got others around. 
It doesn't have to be about anything particular in the passage, but if you've come to church this evening wanting God to help you to maybe work out your salvation just that little bit better, then come and have a chat and a prayer. And if there's anything in particular that's on your mind that you need God to minister to you in a special way, then do come and take some prayer ministry. Now over to Josh, who's going to introduce the next section.